everyone, and Happy New Year. Welcome to episode 14 of Earn Media Rising, the podcast powered by Cision and brought to you by PR Week. I'm Gideon Fiddles, I'm Managing Editor of PR Week, and I'll be your host for this episode focused on data and measurement, how PR's dynamic duo drive results. My guest today is Anthony Charavallo, SVP, Paid and Integrated Media at Burson Conan Wealth. Anthony, how are you? Great. Really, really excited that you're here because... Um, you really are quite the expert on uh, data and measurement, so from that perspective, of course. But obviously, last year, um, 2018, <laughs> was quite a big year mm-hmm. for Burson Conan Wolf as um, the merger of two of the biggest agencies in the industry, Burson Marsteller, Conan Wolf, into this super agency, really. So your perspectives will certainly be very, very welcome. Obviously, um, this whole PR Week decision partnership is focused so much on um, measurement data analytics, how that's evolving, and how that has gone from a nice to have for PR pros to actually saying it's a must have might not even be urgent enough. And you cannot do this job anymore without um, without measuring everything that you do from the effect your it affects creativity and it actually affects bottom line results and everything in between. So the topics we're going to be touching on today really really get into that. And Anthony's a wonderful person to chime in on this. So um, if you're ready, Anthony, um, I'd like to start with this. Uh, clearly, there is more data available to everyone, including PR pros, than there ever has been before. So how is that availability of measurement, along with all the new measurement tools out there, helping to define PR strategies for you and your clients? Sure. And I think that's a really good point to start on because it is such a game changer in terms of the amount of data that's really available but it could also be a little bit debilitating, right? So how are we making sense of this huge mountain of data that's out there? And what are the tools that are most effective in helping us make better and more strategic business decisions? And so what we've done is we've really taken a look at all the different opportunities, platforms, and tools that are really the most valuable from a PR and comms perspective. And so for us, it's about how do we measure campaign performance across not just every touch point, but across every stage in the communications and marketing funnel. And so what we've been able to do, and this is a big focus for both internally and also on on the client side, is how can we now leverage the plethora of tools that are available to make um, more strategic campaign strategies. And it's basically taking the approach of full funnel marketing and applying it to PR and comms. So when we talk about an awareness campaign or a conversion campaign, how are we assigning different KPIs throughout each stage in the marketing funnel? And so whenever I talk to a client or an account team, um, I first thing I try and do is establish what are our objectives here. And once I have a better understanding of what we're trying to achieve, I can then design a measurement and distribution program that will align certain KPIs with each particular stage in the funnel. So if we're looking at the very, very top, we're looking at awareness, discovery, consideration, it's important that we have KPIs that are associated with those and that we use the appropriate tools to measure those KPIs, whether it's moving beyond impressions, all the way to message pull, pull through and reach down for additional KPIs such as click-throughs, engagement rate, and then of course conversions, acquisition, and customer lifetime value. So for me, it's been about expanding the scope of awareness in terms of how are we communicating to our teams to think about measurement and analytics from that full funnel perspective. Mm-hmm. 
This might be a somewhat low-hanging fruit question, but I want to make a point here, so that's why I'm going to ask it. Um, as this is the second year of the Decision PR Week partnership, and one of the major elements of it, including these podcasts, is PR Week has gone around the world. Um, that includes Toronto. Yes, Toronto is another country. <laughs> and London, which I know is another country. And we've spoken to uh, communications and Marcom's leaders all over the world. And while clearly many of, clearly all of them understand how important measurement is, I think where there is a little bit of a hang-up is there are still a lot of communicators out there when it comes to actually proving how communications efforts can impact sales mm. or or real-world consumer activity. Um, there's a lot of, I don't want to say skepticism, but there is a lot of concern that it is a very, very difficult thing to achieve. And some of them are a little bit more adamant about, you know, that I still am not sure that's what communications really needs to be focusing on. Now, I, am pers- I of course, am not part of that camp, <laughs> nor decision. I trust you aren't either. So can you talk a little bit about, um, you know, as much detail as you want to, mm-hmm. about your belief that comms can indeed prove its value to sales and why that is so important to the future of the discipline. Yeah, and I, I do firmly believe that. And it is something that we're driving every single day. And and it's a challenge because we still have account teams and clients that say, well, you know what, our goal is really awareness here. We mm-hmm. just need to deliver the most amount of impressions as possible. And and from my perspective, you know, there are certainly so there's so many things that we can do in terms of driving awareness and me- and measuring the impact of that awareness. But most importantly, as the industry evolves, there's more accountability for PR and comms to show those bottom line results and to show that what we're doing is resulting in actual sales. And so it's it's super important. It's something that we're um, talking about every single day. And again, it comes back to that idea of the marketing and communications funnel. Because if we can take a piece of earned media by itself, that's certainly valuable. And mm-hmm. it has that element of third-party validation. And it has the reach of that earned outlet. It's important for us to look at it through the lens of how can we leverage paid media strategically to not only amplify our earned content, but unlock access to those rich data and insights that wouldn't otherwise be available on a piece of earned content until you add that amplification piece. And so once we do that, not only are we amplifying the piece of content and getting access to larger audiences and a greater reach. Certainly there's a lot of value in that, but more importantly, we're identifying an audience that's pre-qualifying themselves as having an interest in that content. And from there, that audience can then be dropped into a retargeting pool that we can then sequentially message. And it goes back to this idea of storytelling. And in PR and communications, that's really the foundation of of everything. And Mm -hmm. so for us, when it comes to data and analytics, how are we designing not just a distribution strategy and a paid media strategy, but an analytics strategy to make sure that when we're amplifying a piece of content or we've got a really, really great piece of earned media or several great pieces of earned media. How are we now taking that and putting it to work for us? Excellent. Um, sort of to stick on the tactical um, flow that we're on here, um, here's, a, here's a fairly basic question with what I'm sure is not going to be a very basic answer. <laughs> How do you transform data into actionable insights for clients? Yeah, and that's a great question. And so for us, again, it's not about bludgeoning the clients with data, right? <laughs> we we want to make it's sure. It's not? No. Oh, okay. We want to we wanna really pull out the data and insights that are most relevant, that are going to be um, most valuable in terms of making better strategic business decisions. And so for us, 
it, it has a lot to do with some, some basic principles of marketing. Split testing our creative, taking not only just one piece of earned media, but several and testing those with our audience with maybe five to 10 headline variations for each one and letting the audience tell us hmm. what's driving the most engagement. And so looking at that data in real time allows you to make better decisions, not just after the fact, but during active campaign flights. And mm -hmm. so when it comes down to transforming that data into that actionable insight, it's about looking at what the audience is saying, looking at how they're interacting with our content or our message, and then making adjustments in real time, not after the fact. And so a lot of what we do centers on this idea of real-time optimization and taking the data, the data that's most relevant, again, sifting through the thousand or so data points that are available from any given campaign and picking out the ones that are gonna be most impactful. And it's going to drive the most engagement with our audience and then using that to inform our campaign strategy um, in a real-time fashion, but also uh, for the next big campaign. I loved how many times you referenced listening to our audience, what our audience is telling us in that, in, in that, in that answer of yours. Yeah. Because you know, clearly, clearly listening to the audience is something that has been part and parcel of the communications function for so long. But the way that manifests itself when people are focused on, market, on, on measurement and analytics just takes you to a whole other level. It really is interesting what you just said. So I, I definitely appreciate that. Now, next, next topic again. Very tactical mm -hmm. stuff here, mm -hmm. Anthony. How do you ensure that your content is delivering the right message to the right group and helping to drive ROI for your clients. Hmm. Basically, what I like to say is, if someone comes to me and says, we have this great message, or we have this, this great campaign video, or whatever it may be, and say, where do we go with this? How do we distribute this? And I say to them, well, first, you know, we've got to do our diligence and, and see where our target audience is consuming media, look at how they prefer to receive messages and interact with content. But again, it goes back to the testing. So until we can actually launch a hyper-targeted test and learn, we're not gonna have any data that really tells us exactly how well our content's gonna perform with any given audience segment. And so part of what we do also is implement these, these test and learn phases prior to a big campaign launch. And this is maybe standard practice across the marketing and comms industry, but making sure that we do this now with, with earned content and with the content that has traditionally been the purview of the Marcoms industry. And when we're able to launch very small test and learn programs for, for very small budgets, we're able to gather that truly valuable data and insights that's going to inform the larger campaign spend. Um, and, and to the point about ROI, it's really important that you establish what our key metrics for success are. And, and a lot of times, there's, there's not a ton of clarity around that. And so, mm -hmm. so my team and the team over at, at BCW will come in and actually work with clients to really understand, okay, what are our key metrics for success? And how do we design a distribution campaign to support those particular KPIs? And to tie it to ROI, again, it goes back to the marketing funnel because ROI is typically measured way towards the bottom of the funnel. And, and Marcoms in general is typically towards the top. It's, it's about awareness, it's about discovery, consideration. But I think the biggest opportunity in, in PR and comms is to now take that and pull through all the way through conversion and then advocacy on behalf of a brand. Mm -hmm. This might be a dangerous question to ask you, but I'm going to, I'm going to give it a shot <laughs> anyway. Um, um, and again, being the, obviously from your, you work, you work one of the top agencies in the world. So I'm asking from that perspective, how savvy are you finding clients are right now in terms of in terms of knowing what they really should be looking for in their campaigns? Because you just said something about, um, a big part of what you do is actually helping define what the 
ROI really should be for clients. Mm-hmm. But how savvy are clients when it comes to, or do you find yourself often when dealing with clients thinking, you know what, you guys aren't, it's not quite there with what you're actually trying mm-hmm. to achieve here. I mean, again, back to the same question. How savvy are you? How savvy are your clients in your opinion right now? That's a great question. And I do think it's across the board. So so it depends on the client. Some clients are, are very forward thinking and they're very metrics driven. So we'll have clients in the PR and comp space that are all about the conversion. How is this driving conversions and how are we measuring the conversions? Um, we have other clients that say, you know what, actually the goal of this campaign is, is awareness and we're only interested in achieving as many possible impressions as we can. Um, and so there is a slight educational gap um, in in the marketplace in general on the client side certainly and so we've kind of done our best to to help fill in those educational gaps and explain not only the value of of a more metrics driven program but um, also why it's so important for for PR and comms because this is going to be the future as as everything's becoming integrated PR marketing comms um, and more so we find that uh, that PR is reporting into the CMO, and they tend to be very metrics and very ROI driven. And so, what our goal is with clients, maybe the ones that aren't so savvy, is to really not just upskill them, but educate them on the value of these programs, how they work, but more importantly, how we do it through the lens of PR. And so, a lot of what we've done um, within BCW is establish this unique. Um, philosophy that we take an earned approach to paid media and for us it's about earning user attention rather than interrupting it right Mm -hmm. and when we're launching campaigns again it goes back to the experience of the audience and how are we adding value to that experience how are we delivering the message messages that they choose to engage with and then how are we taking those most engaged audience members and then retargeting them with additional messages to tell that sequential story excellent Um Typically in conversations like this, I mean, we, we don't have a live audience in front of us, but I'm sure if we did, some would say, can you give us an example, please? Mm-hmm. Well, that's what we're up to now. So um, I would like for you to talk about an, a particularly effective storytelling effort. I know storytelling actually isn't a word we use very much so far, but clearly that's so important to what comms does. Right. So talk about an effective storytelling effort for a client and why it resonated so much. And obviously, if you could, if, the more you could talk about how data impacted that, the better. So floor is yours, Anthony. Absolutely. One of, um, one of our clients from, from the last holiday season, not this most recent one, but um, one of our clients was Pandora Jewelry. And our earned media team had worked with them to generate an incredible amount of, of earned coverage. And it was really, really strong media. And across the board, not just product-centric, but we had earned content that was talking about their sustainability initiatives and the way that they source their products. And these were really powerful stories, and people were legitimately interested in these things. And so we took that earned media and we said, well, look, the reach is what it is. You know, we've gotten this earned content and we've certainly gotten um, a lot of engagement from it. But let's do this. Let's amplify it in a small test and learn program. Because, you know, the idea of PR driven paid media maybe was still new um, mm-hmm. to, to the comms team. And ultimately, what we did was say, let's test this piece of content. This is not about the product. It's, it's more about the communities that were impacted by these sustainability initiatives that Pandora had set up. And so that story was something that we took, we amplified it with a variety of different audience segments that fell under their umbrella target market. And from there, we, we split tested again, different headlines, different creative combinations to see what our audience was most resonating with. And it's that data centric approach that led to a performance that was three times the industry benchmark. Um, and more importantly, it opened up the door to allow sequential messages now. So the client saw the results, proof of concept, right? They were over the moon for all this additional reach and engagement that we were able to drive and also the rich audience insights 
that came from that campaign. So we were able to say, what time of day are people most engaging with this content? Um, what are some broad trends and, and demographic qualities of this audience? And also, what was the creative messages that drove the most efficient performance? And we measured that through click-through rate, through time on site. There's a lot of different things um, and data points that we could measure uh, to, to determine some of these things. Mm -hmm. And it's from there that that kind of opened the door, uh, you know, both internally and on the client side to say, we want to do more of this. This is really working well. And so we had, let's say, you know, few hundred thousand people into an audience pool that had chosen to engage with this content. And we had other content in there as well, so we were split testing that against other content. Um, from there, that's when we were able to now retarget this audience with additional content recommendations. And it's really important for us, I think, to, uh, in the industry in general, but certainly uh, for many of our clients, to play nice with the other agencies. So of course they have a digital agency and a, and a marketing agency and a paid media agency. And so for us, it's about how do we complement their efforts. And so there's a lot of value adds that we were able to do um, throughout this program, such as passing a pixel back to the marketing team that they could then use for display retargeting. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, the whole time, we're now driving our engaged audience pool to product-centric messaging, right? So we were able to now take them from a story that was of interest to them that talked about this community that was impacted by Pandora's efforts, and now we were able to serve them content recommendations that were a little bit more product-centric. Mm. And the, the audience had already been primed. They've already been familiarized with the brand and some of their efforts, um, and it resonated with them. From there, we were able to more efficiently drive conversions because we were doing it at the second touch point, the third touch point, mm -hmm. beyond that first initial point of awareness and again, driving them down the funnel from awareness through consideration through conversion. Most importantly, though, is the measurement aspect. And so what we're able to do is now pixel our content recommendations so that we can actually analyze the user journey. So we find that users are 20% more likely to convert. And I'm just making up numbers here. Sure, but sure, sure. We could find, this is basically what we did for them, we could find that a certain user is more likely to convert to X percent degree if they're served these messages in this sequence versus this other user who was served this sequence of messages, they only had a 5% chance of converting. And so again, back to your earlier point about measuring ROI, this is like just, you know, music to the ears of the marketing people. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times they're the ones that are controlling the larger budgets. And so for PR and comms, I think, you know, as we move into 2019 and beyond, you know, we need to be doing more of these things so that our budgets are increasing, not mm -hmm. decreasing. And the more you can prove ROI and show it through the data is the more we're going to have opportunities to do these types of things. What I particularly loved about that answer, Anthony, was the way you weaved in um, the integrated part of it. Um, and, and that's also really, really important, too, because um, for so long, it's, it's, it's been a comms versus other disciplines mm. scenario. Clearly, that's not the case anymore. And the funny, th the funny thing is that what you actually went, you, you have to explain that really nicely because um, it was a way for comms to use what it's really, really strong at storytelling, creativity, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and actually starting the journey, working with other disciplines to actually get to that bottom line sales result. So, you know, any communicators out there who say, you know what, our efforts really can't impact the bottom line results, I think Anthony just proved you wrong. <laughs> so thank you for that. That was really, really great. Um, that was, um, you know, clearly Anthony is, is a genius. He's proven that. So we could probably have 20 more minutes of this, but um, it, is the, it is the new year, so I don't want to punish Anthony too much, but in all seriousness, Anthony, of course. Um, I really, really appreciate your time today. Um, that was some tremendous advice. 
Um, again, Anthony Charavello is the SVP of Paid Integrated Media at Burson Conan Wolf. Um, previous episodes of the podcast featuring Del Stella Lowe, Dino North America's Michael Newworth, AMB Group Spread Jukes, WW yes. Stacy Scherer, Cision CEO Kevin Aykroyd, and many, many more are available online at earnmediarising.com, and they're also available on iTunes and SoundCloud. Hopefully you'll join us next time on the podcast for more insights from top-level communicators and marketers, and be sure to keep checking back at earnedmediarising.com for all of our podcasts, opinion columns, videos, um, pretty much anything and everything when it comes to earned media. We, uh, we update it constantly, so please keep checking it out. Um, thanks for joining us today. Again, Anthony, thank you for joining us as well. And until next time, I hope you all have a great rest of your day. Thanks.